Hey, my friend, welcome along to the Medicinal Chef's Nutrition Nuggets podcast, helping you get clarity on nutrition. I'm Dale Pinnock, the Medicinal Chef, best-selling author, nutritionist, and creator of Nutrition Coaching Monthly. Every week here in the podcast, I'm going to be answering your questions and discussing key topics around the field of nutrition to help give you clarity and to expand your knowledge. Hey folks, how you doing? Hope all is good and you've had a good week. This week's podcast subject is something that I find truly, truly fascinating. It's the relationship between our gut flora and immunity. Now, gut flora and gut health is something that is getting huge amounts of attention at the minute. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about fermenting things and probiotics and prebiotics and a lot of misinformation about gut health stuff as well. I mean, one of my big ones is the link between um, gut serotonin and mental health, as in there isn't one, but I might do a separate separate podcast on that because that's uh, um, quite an interesting story. But the relationship between our gut flora and immunity is one that we're starting to understand more and more about, and it is truly fascinating. But let's just... You know, this is something that I actually did a real deep dive into with my Nutrition Coaching Monthly members a few months back. It is complex. There's a lot of complex information. But with this one, I'll just skim over the key points um, so you can get an idea of how fa- how fascinating this interplay and this relationship really, really is. So first, let's just review some of the functions of gut flora. They regulate local digestive health. So the gut flora, the bacterial colony that lives in our gut, by the way, we can have anywhere between 500 and 1,000 different species of bacteria living in our gut, depending on individual to individual. And each of them has a slightly different role to play and dwells and is most active in different regions of the gut. But in general, they regulate local digestive health. Um, One of the ways they do that is by fermenting down very very long chain polysaccharides you know very very complex sugars that don't get digested high up in the digestive tract in the small intestine like other more simple sugars do the gut flora will ferment these particular long chain varieties down in a process called saccharolytic fermentation and then secrete things like short chain fatty acids butyrate for example that help to stimulate the localized repair and local health of the gut and gut tissue They can also synthesize certain nutrients. Gut bacteria can synthesize vitamin K and some of the B vitamins as well. But then they have an amazing role to play in immunity. And this is what I want to focus on for this week. Several ways in which our gut flora can essentially be viewed as part of our immune system. I just want to go through some of those. The first and the most simplistic is to work as a simple barrier. Now, if you think about it, the gut is a very convenient way for opportunistic pathogens to enter the body. The gut and digestive system is like a direct interface between the outside world and the inner workings of the body. So it's it's a system that has to be very, very tightly policed. I mean, with a gut wall, for example, it's a single cell thick. We're talking of something that's a single cell away from a pathogen entering the body. So there's got to be lots of mechanisms there that can prevent that from happening. One of the first ones provided by our gut flora is to act as a barrier. So what they do is they actually congregate on the 
surface of enterocytes. The enterocytes are the cells that make up the gut wall and physically form a barrier. They stop pathogens getting through because they just block them. There's just not enough exposed surface area of the enterocytes for the pathogens to get a chance to get in and get into systemic circulation. So they create this physical barrier, but also by occupying that surface, our gut flora will compete against these opportunistic pathogens for resources like nutrients, for example, and surfaces in which to replicate. So they create a very, very hostile environment by physically stopping these pathogens getting through, but then also competing for resources so that even if they did get chance to adhere to the, to the enterocytes, they wouldn't be able to flourish for very long at all. So that's the first way. They can just work as a simple barrier. But now things start to get interesting. Our gut flora can actually, they secrete a substance that's beneficial and they also stimulate the secretion of another substance. These two substances are bacteriocins and defensins. Now, bacteriocins, these are the first ones. Our gut flora can actually synthesize and release selective bacteriocins. These are specialized peptides that are released from one type of bacteria to inhibit another. So basically, the gut flora can synthesize these compounds that have no negative effect on them when they're released, but can have incredibly destructive effects upon pathogenic bacteria. They can actually kill other types of bacteria that can potentially cause a problem. And these substances are so effective that they're now actually being studied as potential narrow spectrum antibiotics. So they could be the future of antibiotics, these things that are secreted by our gut flora themselves. And then the other substance I spoke about, the defensins, our gut flora can stimulate the enterocytes. So again, these are the cells that make up the gut wall to secrete defenses. Defensins, come on, big teeth in. Defensins are proteins that can elicit multiple effects on bacteria. They can sometimes pierce bacterial cell membranes and cause extracellular fluids to rush into that bacterial cell and cause it to burst and die. And then others can actually directly penetrate the bacterial cell wall, enter the bacterial cell and disrupt its internal metabolism and cause it to die off. So they're very, very highly effective substances that will be secreted either by the immune system or by other types of tissue, such as the enterocytes. The gut flora, when they are in contact with these kinds of pathogenic bacteria, will actually stimulate the enterocytes to secrete these defensins. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. The next benefit that gut flora have is that they maintain something called the tight junction. Now, the tight junction refers to protein bands that hold epithelial cells, in this case the enterocytes, together. Now, 
in certain situations, if there's any inflammatory episodes in the gut or any sort of autoimmune issues like you would see in ulcerative colitis, for example, you can get damage to the gut wall in such a way that the actual gaps between the cells that make up the gut wall can start to increase. Because obviously this tissue is just made of like billions of cells held together very, very tightly to form this tissue. But there can potentially be gaps between the two cells. And if these gaps get big enough, then certain pathogens and gut elements of gut contents can actually enter general circulation and cause cause all kinds of problems. Some people call it leaky gut, but the whole kind of story around leaky gut is massively overplayed. Again, that's probably for another podcast, but the way in which these cells kind of maintain their integrity and they maintain this tight bond together is via these protein bands. Kind of think of it like being a a bungee cord wrapped around it that's kind of pulling the cells together. This tight junction. Now, some gut flora species can target cell signaling pathways that instigate the production and laying down of these protein fibres. So it helps to maintain and strengthen this tight junction, keeping the epithelial cells, the enterocytes, very, very tightly bound together. And then we get into the really, really incredible stuff. Our gut flora can have an interaction with the cell population of our payers' patches. Now, <coughs> excuse me, within the walls of the gut, there are little patches of tissue called payers' patches. You can view these as being a bit like a surveillance station, okay? So as I've said, the gut is a very convenient way for pathogens to find their way into the body, and there needs to be the right kind of policing to prevent that from happening. And the payers' patches are the surveillance station. And within this surveillance station, you've got a population of different cells from antigen-presenting cells, dendritic cells, B cells and T cells. They're like different types of security guards with different levels of powers, if you like. This cell population is constantly monitoring gut contents and really helping to decide whether the body needs to have a tolerance response, which is like where it recognizes something as being perfectly harmless or even beneficial and says no we don't need to have an immunological response to that or indeed whether an immunological response is necessary so these cells make that decision and then set the wheels in motion what our gut flora can do is actually regulate the development maturation and activity of this cellular population So they can regulate what our dendritic cells are doing. They can regulate the maturing of T and B cells. But then they can also regulate, regulate, regulate their cytokine expression. Cytokines are chemical messengers, okay? Cytokines are chemical messengers that... So as I said, with the payers' patches, they're, they're there really to either develop tolerance or elicit an immune response for anything that comes into the digestive system. When the cell population come into contact with something that is worthy of an immunological response, they 
they instigate this immunological response by secreting chemical messengers called cytokines. These are like a radio signal. This is how they radio to the rest of the immune system and say, look, we've got this kind of attack about to happen. This response is required. We're calling in for backup. Okay, cytokines are the, are the radio signal that these cells send out. Our gut flora could regulate this cytokine expression as well. So for a long time, we kind of viewed the gut flora as being something that just supports digestive health and, you know, it helps with absorption and breakdown of certain things. But we now know that the story is getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And we're still really only scratching the surface. I mean, I find those few points there utterly, utterly fascinating. The story is much deeper than that. There is much more detail to talk about, but probably beyond the realms of this podcast. It's something that I did with my Nutrition Coaching Monthly members, which brings me on to say, if nutrition is something that really kind of tickles your pickle, something that you're really interested in and you want to learn more about at a significant level, but you don't necessarily want to commit to actually doing a class or doing a doing like a full-on course or diploma, then why not join me in Nutrition Coaching Monthly? Every single month, I go live and teach an in-depth class. And the in-depth class, we go deep into the information. We go deep into the anatomy, the physiology, the biochemistry. And then look at how nutrition interacts with all of this and how to put the whole picture together. Now, we've got members that range from high school students through to doctors. No one has actually turned around and said, yeah, the information is a bit too complex or no, it's not detailed enough. Everyone gets benefit from it. So if that sounds like something that interests you and you want to know more about it, head over to my website, themedicinalchef.co.uk. Look for online programs, and then there's a drop-down from online programs that says Nutrition Coaching Monthly. Go to that page, and you can get an idea of what it looks like and hear from some of the members about their experience in the uh, in the program. And you can also sign up to do a free class in there as well. With a free class, you actually get to, to see what it's all about, how it's taught, how the whole kind of thing works, and also look around the actual site as well so you can see what it looks like in there. So until next week, my friends. Have a good one. Enjoy the long weekend.